Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. In this weekly show, you'll catch two fund managers who'll share their views on a selection of listed companies, both here and overseas. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be notified of new episodes each week. And don't forget that all the views expressed are general in nature and you should seek your own advice before making any decisions of your own. That's all from me. Sit back, relax and enjoy the latest edition of Buy, Hold, Sell. Hey, how you doing? And welcome to Livewire's Buy, Hold, Sell. I'm Ali Selby, and today we'll be taking a look at three stocks with some of the best growth rates in the biz. Plus, our guests will also be naming two stocks that could be facing some headwinds from here. To do that, we're joined by Adrian Esquero from Elvest and Nick Sladen from LSN Capital. Okay, first up, we have lithium darling Pilbara Minerals, which has, is forecast to grow its earnings per share by 48% per annum over the next two years. Adrian, let's start with you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Pilbara is a hold for us. We're not big investors in the commodity space, but having said that, there is a lot to like about the business. It's a low cost producer, has a long mine life, operates in a tier one jurisdiction, and it's also sitting on a pretty handy $3 billion cash pile. Um, That said, we tend to look at commodity businesses when the market is overly pessimistic on the underlying commodity, you're more likely to get a larger margin of safety in what is inherently a a more volatile sector. So whilst it's getting close, there are some nice uh, attributes about the business. For us, it's a hold at this stage. Mm, Even despite lithium stocks being quite volatile this year, the stock is up 39%. Nick, over to you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? It's a buy from our perspective. We think it's the best way to play lithium um, on the ASX. Uh, it's, as Adrian said, it's a tier one location. Uh, it's free cash flow yields greater than 15%. It's, it's a low cost producer. Uh, there's a structural def- deficit coming in lithium supply demand market. So it's a buy from our perspective. Okay, next up we have Hello World Travel. This stock has had an exceptional 2023. The share price is already up 125%. Nick, staying with you, is it a buy, hold or sell? Uh, it's a sell from our perspective. We've actually just recently exited the position. It's done very, very well. It's had multiple earnings upgrades. It's not expensive. Uh, We're just a bit cautious on the outlook for the consumer and think at the margin that might weigh on their earnings. Their last upgrade, the stock actually didn't go up, so we're comfortable selling it at this point in the cycle. Okay, its earnings per share is expected to grow at a compound rate of 30% per annum over the next two years. Adrian, over to you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Hello World is a, a buy for us. They're certainly benefiting from surging demand for travel, particularly from the over 55 age bracket. And at the same time, we've seen a transition of household expenditure from goods to more services and experiences. Hello World's typical client really doesn't sit within the mortgage belt. So we think some of the macro concerns might be overstated. And then looking ahead, you see a business that's exiting COVID that, that is a better business. EBITDA margins are forecast to be greater than 30%. There's a strong net cash balance sheet. And on our numbers, it's trading on an EV to EBITDA of about five times for FY25. We do think that uh, earnings growth sustains for a little while yet, and so it's a buy for us. Okay, last up today, we have wealth management platform Hub24. Its share price is up around 16% since the beginning of the year. Adrian, last one for you, is it a buy, hold or sell? Hub is also a buy for us. It's quickly becoming the platform of choice for advisors. It is rapidly taking market share from legacy incumbents. 
Uh, they've just delivered a, a wonderful result. One of the highlights was operating leverage. We think that sustains as a, a theme for Hub for, for quite a few years to come. And that's for a business that's already generated 58% compound earnings growth over the past five years. So it's done an exceptional job. job. We, we acknowledge that it's trading on an elevated multiple, but in this instance, we think it's justified because the, the compound rate of earnings growth that's forecast uh, is quite attractive. So it's a buy for us. Mm. Hub's EPS growth is forecast to grow at 28% per annum over the next two years. Over to you, Nick. Is it a buy, hold or sell? It's a buy also from our perspective um, for all the reasons that Adrian alluded to. We think uh, Hub uh, is a really high return on invested capital business that makes it extremely attractive because it obviously can self-fund its growth and development, which it's done over many years. It can then return capital to shareholders in the form of dividends and, and share buybacks. So it's a buy from us and we think it's got a terrific outlook for the next 12 to 18 months. Okay, I'm really excited for this. We asked our guests to bring along a stock that they think could be facing headwinds over the year ahead. Nick, what stock is in your burn book? Uh, we're a seller of Steadfast. We think uh, the business has had a tremendous run over multiple years, um, but ultimately insurance and insurance broking is a cycle, and we think that cycle will turn at some point. They're on 22 times earnings. Um, we think that valuation is probably broadly full for that business and the upside opportunity that exists. Um, the CEO and founder, Robert Kelly, has done a great job uh, building that business and growing it. Um, he's probably closer to the end and we see succession as a risk going forward. So we are probably comfortable to exit that and allocate our capital elsewhere where we see more upside. Okay, over to you, Adrian. What stock do you have in the doghouse? Our sell today is Temple and Webster. It's an online only retailer of furniture and homewares. They operate a dropship model, which is both low margin and quite competitive. Uh, for this reason, management's investing aggressively to build brand value with a focus on top line growth. And as a result, we don't see material profits being delivered in the, the years to come. I think for context, Temple and Webster, they've just delivered profit of $8 million, $3 million of which was from interest income. Uh, and that speaks to a really strong balance sheet. So there's no solvency risk, but it trades on about 100 times forecast earnings. For context, Nick Scarley has got a slightly larger market cap. It just delivered a profit of $100 million. So Temple and Webster is just too expensive for us. We think it's a sell. Okay, well, that's all we have time for today. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Buy, Hold, Sell as much as I did. If you did, why not give it a like? Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're adding so much great content just like this every single week. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis and insights. Register for free online at livewiremarkets.com and you'll discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.